Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Bible News Radio. I, yeah, I am your sweet and lovable host, Stacey Lynn Harp. Glad that you're here with us tonight. We, tonight, are going to look at the news. Yeah, we are. We're going to look at some of this breaking news. You know, the New York Post, you heard about them, right? They're part of the regular media. Uh, They were banned on Twitter earlier this week. In fact, Twitter conveniently closed down for a little bit. Yeah, they did. Because I think they're in hot water. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. So tonight we're going to ask, we're going to read a couple of articles. One's titled, What Should Conservative Americans Expect If Biden and Harris Win? Another article titled, Mark Levine says, Joe Biden's Communist Manifesto will destroy every aspect of our culture and our society. And then a breaking confirmed news story coming over here on InfoWars says this, confirmed, Trump has footage of Hunter Biden raping and torturing little girls, and he is set to release it. I don't know about you, but when I read stuff like this, and know that people support these people, it's just, it's completely unconscionable. Right? It means that people don't have a conscience. They, their consciences are seared. You know, Romans chapter 1. We're going to look at that in just a second here. But, you know, as believers, we need to expose unfruitful deeds of darkness. That's why we're doing this show. And the five people that YouTube will let us see, please share it out. Then maybe five or ten more people will get to see it, you know? I mean, the truth doesn't... You can't suppress the truth, right? And what I'm going to tell you is, it's sad to me that there are people in this world who say that they're followers of Christ, and yet they advocate for people like this. They, they think it's okay, when in reality, it is so not okay. So, so tonight, pray for me, pray for yourself, pray for America. Let's look at some of the news. That's what we're going to do, right? Do me a favor, since we're only on YouTube right now, do me a favor, like YouTube, subscribe to it, share it out if you can. Um, Because again, you know, there is a war. There's a huge war, you guys. There's a war in the heavenlies. We're in a spiritual battle. Um, But also, we're in a battle for this country. You know, America, you know, (laughs) I don't know. America is um, at a crossroads, and I know we say this every 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 election season. We say this, but I really believe it. I mean, given the very very different worldviews that we're being we're we're seeing um, between the right and the left, in particular, um, it is difficult to believe that. Um, Christians are struggling trying to figure out who to vote for in this election. So anyway, I want to thank Randall, my husband, 
for um, taking the time to uh, put this together on on YouTube and got and that up running. Hopefully the audio is good. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to turn up my volume and see. Let's listen. Yep. Sounds good. We're not, we don't sound, no, we no longer sound like we're, it's a good thing not to sound like we're, anyway, that's your dinosaur impression. Yeah, it is. In my other life, you know, I actually had somebody say recently, I love you so much. I could have swore I knew you in another life, in a previous life. And, um. Yeah, somebody I do adore who's on the left who actually said that. They love me and stuff, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yes, five million years ago, I would lived another life. By the way, in case you care what I'm drinking, I'm going to tell you about this new drink. It's called Aha Sparkling Water, ah. and this happens to be blueberry pomegranate, naturally flavored, which, you know, it is what it is, and it actually tastes pretty good, so... So the other thing I want to do, 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 though, before we get into some of this Biden news and read from Romans, I want to actually, um, I, I want to tell you about a Bible study that my friend Pam Gillespie is going to be doing soon. Uh, she's, she's leading a Bible study that, that she authored. Uh, it's called Delivered. It's on the book of Judges. And Randall's going to put the, the thing up there with the URL you could go to. Um, it starts in early November, I think November 4th or 5th. Um, it's free. All you got to do is go to bit.ly, uh, bit.ly forward slash November Judges, I think is what the URL is. N-O-V Judges, yeah. all Hold caps. It has, to be in, it has to be in all caps. If you go there, <laughs> I think Mr. wants to get on your lap. Yes, he does. <laughs> We have a dog that just is so clingy. Anyway, yeah, go to bit.ly forward slash Nova Judges, November Judges. Uh, it has to be all caps. Otherwise, you won't get to that page right there that we're showing you. But go there. Pam is great. She's a humble servant of the Lord. She's very smart. Uh, she's got a Wheaton College uh, theological background. Um, she's been writing Bible studies for Precept Ministries for a very long time and her latest is on judges and it says here living free in days of oppression and then what this is is you can follow along at your own pace and first class will post thursday uh november 5th and then every other thursday there will be videos through the end of december and what's really cool about this is it's all online uh and you can do the the book study you know, you can do the Bible study at your leisure. So if you're, if you happen to be somebody who just wants to watch the video, you really don't want to do the work, which I would not recommend personally, but, um, don't worry about it, but you can, you, you have to register though, in order to get to that page where the info is going to be and the registration, all it is, is your name and your email. It doesn't cost any money. So what will happen is you'll get, once you register, then you'll get an email. It will tell you where to go to get the book. And the book is 20, well, the book is like $15.99 plus tax and shipping. It comes out to about just under $23 uh, for it. So, you know, that's a deal. I think you should do it. I'm going to be in it. It's perfect for today. 
what we're looking at and the book of judges is a fun book to look at i mean it's full of action adventure and all that fun stuff um also tuesday night coming up in a couple of days yours truly that's me i'm going to be leading an online bible study in the book of revelation if you want to join me this is a every other week study live on zoom where i'm teaching you live um, and we're interacting doing zoom breakout rooms and I'm going to give you a little homework and stuff like that. If you want to know about the end times, what, what the book of Revelation is all about, then I welcome you to join me. You can um, email me through my website uh, or contact me on social media. Tell me you want to get on the email list for that. And I will be sending out an email about that um, with the Zoom link so that you can join. Men are welcome. Just so you know, most of the people who are in this study are women. But if you're a man and you want to come, I don't care because everybody is welcome to come to Bible study. And I think, I think you're going to have, I don't know, I'm going to have fun with it. So that is that. Okay, so let's look at some of the news, okay? Seems Randall named this Joe Biden's communi communist manifesto. Let's look at that article first, okay? Uh, let's see here. Okay, so this is over on Breitbart's website. And Mark Levine writes this, and if you don't know who he is, he's a very popular commentator, very brilliant man, uh, has a, a massive following, and he is highly reputable, and this is what he writes in the article. He writes, former Vice President Joe Biden's joint political platform with Senator Bernie Sanders, who's an independent in Vermont, amounts to a, quote, communist manifesto unquote, that will destroy America, warned Mark Levine, author of Unfreedom of the Press and, ra and radio show and television host on Friday's edition of Sirius XM's Breitbart News Daily with host Alex Marlowe. After Biden took the Democrats' presidential nomination, his presidential campaign joined Sanders' team to compose a document titled the Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force Recommendations. The leftist proclamation derides the U.S. as pathologized by a systematic racism, systemic racism. <laughs> hey, never claimed that I could, you know, not have an accent when I read words. Um, systemic. Look at that. Bareface told me how to say it right, but he didn't actually interrupt me on air. Isn't that nice? He's improving. Um, anyway, whatever. Systemic racism makes 85 mentions of climate while describing climate change as a global emergency and calls for restorative justice to benefit marginalized demographic groups. Levine said, most people haven't taken time to read the 110-page Communist Manifesto. I don't think Biden's read it. It doesn't much matter. They're going to implement it. Every aspect of this culture and society is going to be turned on its head. And I don't mean it. In a good way. Well, of course, they've got to read it to find out what's in it. I mean, they've got to pass it. They sort of have to, they have to start implementing it to find out what's in it. Right. It is the most radical extreme document in American history, added Levine. They're going to destroy our energy sector. They're going to destroy your, uh, our health care sector. They're going to destroy our school. They're, they're going to destroy our suburbs. And they're going to do it as fast as humanly possible. Levine warned of America's increased vulnerability to, to 
totalitarianism given decades of erosion of the nation's foundational values. He cautioned that constitutional guardrails designed to protect the public from the abuse of state power have been weakened over time. Look, I live in Virginia, Levine remarked. The Democrats took over Virginia for the first time in modern times, the Assembly, the Senate, and the governorship. They have rammed through the most radical abortion laws, gun laws, taxes, and so forth, and they move fast. It takes not two years. It takes no time at all. Since we're so detached from our Constitution, we are in many respects a post-constitutional country, and I've talked about this before. And it's because of that, because so many of our firewalls have already been breached. Levine continued, there's not a whole lot left to breach, and so they're going to make a run, you know, for the final jumping of these final firewalls in two years, and they're telling us that, so it's, it's, it's so important. Levine concluded with praise for Breitbart News. Thank God for Breitbart, he said. You do a tremendous show, and you guys are very, very generous with your time and your support. I just want to thank you, and I want your audience to know that. So that is that, and... um. You know, Mark Levine is a guy that I trust. I think that uh, if you if if you get any if you get an opportunity to watch him, I think you really should. Randall, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah. By the way, if you say hi over on YouTube, then I can say hi back and call you out, shout you out for being there. You know, it's sad that. earlier when we had a partial Periscope <laughs> broadcast. I put in the comments to go watch us on Facebook, and so now people have gone there. <laughs> There's no broadcast there, but, you know, that is what it is. Um, hopefully, friends will tell friends that they can find us on YouTube. And we're probably going to do that tomorrow, too, because I doubt the uh, multicast issue is going to get resolved. Um, unfortunately, Levine is right about being in a post-constitutional um, nation that we're in. You know, the idea, if you read the Constitution, its context, um, you know, it's pretty straightforward. And everything in the Constitution is about limiting the powers of the federal government. Um, I can't think of an article in there or really in the, in the Bill of Rights that isn't about limiting the powers of the federal government. Because the framers came from a monarchy that was corrupt and and had seen several other corrupt monarchies and and they were all about limiting the power of the national government and setting up a constitution that have a framework for national government because it's necessary, otherwise you got anarchy. But you know, not every sentence, but every article is about limiting the powers of that federal government. And the framers never imagined that people would want a giant federal government. And so, you know, it the Constitution occupies the original document as it is. It's probably, what, three pages, I think? I don't know. It's been a while since I've been to a museum there. But, uh, you know, today, just opening a box of cereal, that's an exaggeration. But if you've forgotten a cell phone or something like that, and sign the papers for that <laughs> in the service. There's like 10 pages of all this legalese because that's where we are. There's all this CYA language that spells things out. And so people look at the Constitution these days, the, the progressive people, 
working for a better tomorrow in utopia say well it doesn't say we can't do this it doesn't say this doesn't say that you know it's not like my 10 page uh you know cell cellular coverage document it doesn't say we can't do that and so here we are well from the time of the constitution it's it's over two centuries but uh you know we're instead of a limited national government it's expanded into areas that it was never designed to be instead of this limited government this is a huge bloatware government that's in education agriculture and you know all sorts of things um and then yeah so if i say all that get off my soapbox you know, delay the framework for what I'm going to say about this article. He's right about the post-constitutional country. And he says, because of that, because so many of our firewalls have already been breached, there's nothing to stop someone from committing a, a, a um, you know, with a radical agenda and just saying, well, because the legislature passed it and and the you know governor or the president whatever signed off of it it's good to go and if the supreme court agrees with it um then it's good to go with little or no um regard to the constitution you know there's not a constitutional republic anymore in in practice it's 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 a government of either majority or might rules. Well, there you go, people. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah, we good. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay, so uh, let's get to this next report from InfoWars. So this is a feature article. It was posted at 4 p.m. Central Time or... Eastern time. I don't know what time it was. It says 4 p.m. And it's titled, Confirmed, Trump has footage of Hunter Biden raping and torturing little girls set to release. Okay. So Alex Jones, I know a lot of people hate Alex Jones. Uh, they see him as an extremist. Like he's part of, you know, he's a butthead or whatever. But you know what? Alex Jones links to all of the resources that he, he comments on. Okay. And this week, and I, and I will share this, I'll, I'll share this and I'll commend to you Janet Parshall show, Janet Parshall in the market with Janet Parshall, um, uh, is an interesting show <laughs> to watch or listen to Craig Parshall. Her husband is an attorney, uh, who I, you know, I looked at them as my mentors for many years. Um, but anyway, over, I think it was yesterday on Friday's show, they looked at some headlines of the day. And one of the, thing, one of the things that Janet and Craig talked about was how in um, the world of tech, social, big social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, not that that one's a big one, but I mean, as far as news release stuff, but, but how these platforms have special protection. Um, and so, for example, um, way back in the, like, 2006 or something like that, you know, a number of years ago, there was these laws that were put in place that basically gave carte blanche to these big platforms to become a monopoly, 
okay? Um, but there has to be some type of, of protection against nefarious activity like pornography and things like that. Well, the way Craig explained it, and I could be saying this completely wrong, so that's my caveat. You can go listen to Janet's show directly if you want. Um, but the way he basically explained it was, in the world of publishing, it, let's say I was to write a book about Janet Parshall, okay? Let's say I wrote that something like, Janet Parshall is known to be a hard-ass person to work with. She's had 500 producers in her career. The whole Christian media world thinks she's a jerk. You know, <laughs> let's just say I said that, okay? In a book that I wrote... Okay, if a publisher published that, then they could get sued for libel if that wasn't true. All right. But social media platforms are not considered publishers. So when there's things put on social media platforms that are um, that are not true and they're libelous, they cannot be held accountable for the the stuff that's out there, right? So so here comes what happened this week. How many of you tried to get on Twitter this week? How many of you had a hard time getting on Twitter cuz Twitter was down? And it was conveniently down for a few hours all over the world. Just miraculously they just went dark uh after uh, there was a New York Post article that was released, and New York Post is not part of the vast right-wing conspiracy. They're New York Times competitor, in case you didn't know that. And they they have been around for a long time. They have a very broad reach. I think it was I think Craig sent something like 84, 85% of news outlets use Twitter to get news out to their people and um, to disseminate their worldview. So when Twitter goes down, then we're talking about 84, 85% of the news media has lost an arm to, uh, disseminate news. Well, they're saying, well, the article about Hunter Biden that the New York Post put out was not legit. It was a lie, blah, blah. They suppressed it. Well, Facebook did the same thing. And so... You know, now here it is the weekend, uh, and there was enough outrage all over the world. Donald Trump got involved. I don't know the logistics, but let's just say there's some things that happened. And all of a sudden, poof, Twitter went back up, and now all of a sudden people are are starting to get info, and they're starting to read this bombshell news article about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and all the money and China and the abuse that is listed here in this article from InfoWars that I'm talking about. Um, so this is what the article says here. Uh, it says, New York Post confirms Chinese dissidents report that images and videos include extreme torture. And this is referring to Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's kid. And it says here, Alex Jones breaks down the bombshell development surrounding Hunter Biden's hard drive, which allegedly contained thousands of images and videos of sexually explicit material, including Hunter raping and torturing underage Chinese girls. President Trump is reportedly in possession of Hunter's hard drive and is preparing to release it to the public. The disturbing revelations come after a Chinese media dissident warned in September that Hunter Biden's hard drives would be leaked to the Department of Justice and Western media 
to expose the Biden's corrupt ties to the Chinese Communist Party. All right, and then if you want, you can go ahead and click. You can go to InfoWars. You can click on that. It will take you over to um, a website titled 2020electioncenter.com. That's 2020 written out, 2020electioncenter.com. And the article right there on the front says, Confirmed Trump has footage of Hunter Biden raping and torturing little girls set to release. Um, and then you can you can read the rest. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that, uh, that article, well, the Jones article is tied to another article on uh, InfoWars that were alluded to about the uh, the in September the um, leak yeah the chicken um, dissident predicts Hunter Biden laptop leak video yeah but apparently um, that talks about uh, this um, outlet called Lud Media L U D E Media uh, basically part of the uh, whistleblower movement of the Chinese Communist Party. And apparently the Chinese Communist Party has dirt um, on all sorts of politicians in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Um, including, as I'm saying, Lude Media also claimed the content from Hunter Biden's hard drive was intended as a reminder to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of the dirt the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, has on politicians and the content including money agreements and extremely disturbing and extreme content. And this Chinese person, whistleblower, says it's an extremely grand plan, a very big plan that is really beyond our imagination. This plan not to control only the 1.4 billion Chinese people, but also the United Nations, the United States, uh, including the U.S. president and any future presidents. Um, that, you know, basically blackmail from the Chinese Communist Party. You know, it's interesting that the Chinese attack us with a bio, bio, uh, let's say weapon. a biological weapon, right? Let's say, COVID, let's say, I, I personally, huh? Yeah, hypothetically. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking, let's say COVID is a biological weapon that the Wuhan virus, and it is called that. That's the original name. Don't get mad if you love Chinese people. It's not anything personal. Um, yeah. But let's say it originated in China. They hate Donald Trump for all the things that he's done that's good. He's held them account accountable, okay? By the way, speaking of that, the Wuhan virus made it into my dad's assisted living. Somebody tested positive for it. So now my father, if you guys are praying people, my dad now is going to be quarantined again for 14 days, pretty much in isolation for 14 days with the exception of getting food delivered to him a couple times a day. <sighs> So pray for him because this is not good for people with dementia. I mean, it's just not good. It, it will slow him down walking because he won't be walking as much. He'll get weaker, um, you know, and I'm going to be doing all I can to make sure I can contact him on video and call him on the phone and stuff. But, but, but it's tough. It's tough because the protocols that they're using to protect clearly didn't protect because they got the virus there. It is where he lives. But anyway, all that to say, China is not our friend, people. China is not our friend. It's never been our friend. Um, and it's certainly not friend of Christians. And let's never forget, we got a huge, massive underground church in China that is being tortured and persecuted 
from their communist government, from the Chinese leadership in that government. Um, and so we need to be praying for the persecuted church worldwide. I mean, China is huge. In fact, I dare I say that there is more revival happening in the Chinese church than here in America. Uh, so Pizzagate, all these things that we've heard about Hillary and, 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 you know, Epstein and the, the seals, all the corruption that we hear about, I believe is completely legit. Okay. Um, there's corruption at the highest levels. There's, Both sides of the aisle. There, there is sex trading. There's sex trafficking. There's incest. There's, I mean, there's, it's all there, right? You cannot get to somebody, you can't get to the level that you are in government as far as long as Biden has been there without doing backdoor deals and stuff like that. You just, you won't last, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Lord Acton said that, I think. Which brings us to Trump. Is he perfect? Nope. But is he a career politician? Nope. Has he upset the status quo? Yep. Um, has he exposed things that other presidents prior to him didn't? Yeah. Has he done some stuff that's been very good for people? Yes. Um, did he overcome COVID? Yep. Um, will they bring him down? I don't think so. I I have no... I personally don't think... I think it's going to be a landslide. I think Trump's going to win by a landslide. Because the devil is is on the move and he's doing everything he can to make sure that the wave of deception out there is creating mayhem, divorce, can come to kill, steal, and destroy disunity. If you don't think Satan is the Lord of this world, then you haven't been reading your word because the, the word the word says that Satan is the father of lies, also known as the Lord of the flies. That's such a good bearing name. Um, he is the master deceptor and, and I do want to commend to you a video. Randall and I watched it. It's called The um, the Social Dilemma. You can watch it on Netflix. If you guys have not watched The Social Dilemma, you need to go get into Netflix after this show. Go watch it. It's called this The Social Dilemma. And it's all, what it is, it's a documentary Netflix did. It's a whole bunch of big tech people that used to work big tech, like at Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, etc. It's these guys and some women who who talk about how the technology use went from from well-meaning, like like the idea behind the like button on Facebook went. The idea was, hey, you know what? We want to encourage and spread happiness, so hit like, spread the joy. It went from that idea to children and people like like challenge getting challenged for likes like how many likes should i get and, and if they don't get enough likes then their their self-esteem is is gonna d take a dive and they're gonna commit suicide and sadly the children of today they have been raised in the technology world which is nothing but an air of deception and so you can watch this movie and you can see how we've all been suckered into uh being tracked we are the product right if it's free that means you're the product <laughs> right gmail it's you're the product it's very interesting watch but anyway um so so we gotta be careful right we can't think that there's not a war in fact let's read romans one really quick i want to i want to share with you a couple things out of here 
that really do pertain to our day. Now, if you remember the the Paul, uh, Paul wrote Romans, and he wrote to those who were in Rome, who were under persecution at the time. Um, Paul, being the chief persecutor of the church before he he got saved by Jesus, who actually said to him, Saul. Saul, why are you persecuting me? I mean, how about you? Would that be like the first words you'd want to hear from Jesus? <laughs> Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? You know, he had a radical conversion from killing Christians to becoming the foremost of them all. And what version will you be reading? What translation will you be reading from? I look like I'm in the New American Standard 77. 77, okay. I, I just wanted I to guess. put up. I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> just wanted to put up the right uh, scripture. So, beginning in verse 18. Hold up. Hold up. Let me uh, get people uh, tuned in here so they can follow along, so they can read along. All right. Ready? Hi, Jerry. I said hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Okay. Uh, beginning in verse 18, chapter 118, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Okay, first let's look at this. Okay, go back up. It says here, For the wrath of God. All right, so everybody who says God is love, they tend to forget about the wrath of God. The justice of God. Right. So we got the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness, unrighteousness of men, and who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. So there you go. That's proof that every person in the world knows about God, because it's evident within them. Okay. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse for even though they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened professing to become to be wise they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of a corruptible man and of birds and of four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them over in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, that their bodies might be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. Let's go back here a minute. So, verse 26, listen to this. For this reason, what reason? The above reason, that their hearts were given over they exchanged the truth of god for a lie okay so god gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural you know i've read this passage a lot and i always thought that this could apply to the issue of uh, lesbianism because the context with with the boy with the men is is homosexuality but I also think that that could refer to abortion as well. Indeed. Because 
Um, what is the natural function of the woman to give birth? It is natural for women to give birth. But what do they do? They exchange that natural function for that which is unnatural. What would that be? The unnatural thing would be to abort your baby. The unnatural thing would to be killed, to not be a nurturer. God made you a nurturer if you're a woman, right? So the women exchange the natural function, the nurturing role for that which is unnatural, to murder, to dismember their baby. And in the same way, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another with men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error, which I believe is disease. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to their depraved mind to do these things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but they also give hearty approval to those who practice them. You know, what I just read is considered hate speech by the left. People who hate God hate Romans chapter 1. Um, they often look at it, especially in the context of the, the homosexual reference, but it, it's so much more than that. When we look at the news of the day, if you're a believer, if you say that you're a follower of Christ and you're advocating on behalf of people who are promoting anything in that list, then you're just as guilty as they are, I think. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty clear what God supports, what he doesn't support. And all, and it also shows you the depravity of man, you know, um, going back to the movie we, we referenced a few minutes ago at the very end, it jokingly said, you know, to follow us on social media, you know, the, the idea of that film was to kind of show you how addicted you are to social media, how it's kind of got you into the web of it, um, and programmed you to every time you see a notification, oh, wait, hold on, I gotta look at my phone, you know, oh, who is that? Oh, should I like that? Should I share this? Should I get mad? Because of the dopamine hit. If you look at this as a, as a injection, a drug, they're clever. But they also pointed out how the media is being used for good, too. And hopefully that's what we're doing. Hopefully, Lord willing, you know, we're, we're trying to bring light to some of this stuff. So let me, let me go ahead and read this other article that we pulled. Uh, this is over on prophecynewswatch.com. It's titled, What Should Conservatives Americans Expect If Biden and Harris Win? Um, I personally don't think that they're going to win. I think there's no way they can win bar barring massive fraud. Uh, there's just too many things against them. But if the church doesn't vote, then, you know, it is what it is. Uh, 
So this article says, although many of my friends with spiritual intuition remain confident that Donald Trump Trump will be reelected, looking at things through natural eyes, his prospects are not good. What if Trump Pence lost to Biden Harris? What if Joseph Biden became our nation's 46th president? What would that look like for conservative Americans? On the one hand, it would not be the end of the world. The sun will still shine. Children will be born. Couples will get married. Students will be in class, be it virtual or in person. The business world will keep ticking. The sports world will play its games. Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas and the new year will be celebrated on schedule. To repeat, it would not be the end of the world. What would be the consequences? As for serious fears and concerns, gun owners will not suddenly have all their weapons confiscated. Church buildings will not be shuttered by the government. Roaming gangs will not take over all our cities and suburbs. Planes will not fall from the sky. After all, God remains God in heaven, and he has not given us over to total chaos and destruction. Plus, there are multiplied tens of millions of Americans, the clear majority, I would say, who want what is best for our nation. But let us not kid ourselves, as a Biden-Harris victory would likely have many serious consequences for Christian conservatives along with their ideological companions in other faiths. Things could get much darker very quickly. Will the legality of abortion go back to the states or become codified in federal law? Great question. Consider the pro-life movement. Decades of hard work and sacrifice and tears are making a difference as different states advance pro-life bills and the overturning of Roe v. Wade appears to be a real possibility. That's why this whole thing with Harris... um, um, Barrett, rather, is is important. With the likely confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, the next case challenging Roe could result in a major pushback, and then suddenly abortion laws could fall back to the states with massive potential gains in the sanctity of life. This, in fact, was a major reason many of us voted for Trump in 2016, hoping he would keep his pro-life promises and nominate worthy judges to the courts. He has done just that, and four more years of Trump could signal even more significant gains. And my personal hope, and I, I told Randall this, is that just like Biden would pack the Trump, uh, pack the Trump, pack the court, you know, if he is elected, I hope Trump does. I hope Trump packs the court with more conservatives. I mean, if the Dems could do it and put in their liberal, God-hating, abortion-murdering baby people that want to do that, then I say the conservatives should go full force and pack the court with with conservatives so that there'd be no way they could ever overturn that. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's unpack this a little bit. Okay. You know, people think that if Roe v. Wade, you know, is overturned, then abortion's going to be illegal everywhere. This whole, whole Roe v. Wade was to get things out of the back alleys, you know, these botched abortions, and make, make abortion readily available and safe. Safe, even. Le- safe legal, and rare. Yeah, safe, legal, and rare, even though at least one person always dies. An abortion, well, the often ir- too. The irony is that in 1971, uh, there were actually 100,000 plus abortions. And when it got because legalized... Of, because it was legal in many states. Yeah. Not many states, but it was legal in some states. And the whole point of Roe v. Wade was to make it illegal to make it illegal in a state. To make it a national right to abortion. That was the whole thing. That a state has no business outlawing abortion that it has to be legal everywhere 
And I don't know where you find that in the Constitution. In fact, I had an email exchange with an abortion advocate talking about the Constitution right, and I didn't say where I come from. And, and she was saying that it's a myth that there's a constitutional right to abortion. Recognize that, even being a, an abortion advocate. Because there is no... It, <laughs> what, the, what the federal constitution says is that anything not specified, not enumerated in this constitution shall be uh, in the power of the states. I forget the exact language. And... And again, that goes back to that small limitation of a national government that the framers wanted, saying, hey, it's anything that doesn't fall under this, this, it's up to the states. And so for the Supreme Court to find this constitutional right to abortion, it's, it's not there. I mean, not even... Uh, right, even, there's, there's even not a, a national twist. right for gay marriage either. Yeah, you can twist the 14th Amendment <laughs> in all sorts of ways. And fine, if states want to, like California did and others, if they want to, if they want to legalize same-sex marriage, fine. You know, if, if well, fine, I don't like celebrate it, but from a constitutional republic being a... <laughs> a constructionist and a strict constitutionalist, that's how it should be. It's up to that state. Things that have the federal government has no business doing, it's up to the states. And so if Roe v. Wade is overturned, coming back to this, it just puts it back to the states as it was before. It's not making abortion illegal in the land. Uh, and, and Roe v. Wade didn't make abortion legal in all the land. It just kind of made it illegal to make it illegal. Anyway. Okay. So. Let's keep reading the article. This is a long one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Biden has announced that he would pass legislation making Roe the law of the land, while Harris is the most militant pro-abortion candidate in our history. Yeah, all of that could be undone in a moment of time. Biden has announced that he would pass legislation making Roe the law of the land. Okay, well, I just read that. Why did they write that twice? Okay, anyway. Should the Democrats retake the Senate, such legislation could be passed, and just like that, decades of pro-life legal efforts would be obliterated. Obliterated, rather. Obliterated. There's also the ominous possibility of packing the Supreme Court, a possibility that remarkably neither Biden nor Harris will deny. This would have even larger implications, touching also on our most fundamental freedoms, our freedoms of conscience, speech, and religion. Under a Trump-Pence, the DOJ is protecting religious liberty, but under Biden and Harris, will they? During the COVID lockdown, we have seen the extreme iniquities is that right? Inequities. Inequities in certain democratic cities and states where abortion clinics and liquor stores remain open, providing so-called, quote, essential services, unquote, while churches and synagogues remain restricted. Yet outrageous rulings like this, they truly are outrageous, would have increasing court backing with a Biden-Harris victory. In California, you can protest on the streets in large numbers, but you can't hold a group Bible study in your home. You can shout at a BLM rally, but you can't sing in a church service. In Nevada, you can operate a casino at 50% capacity, but if your church building seats 3,000 people, you can't have more than 50 in attendance. Our freedoms really are under assault, and under Trump, the DOJ, 
that's Department of Justice, you probably know that, is pushing back. But under Biden-Harris, the pushback would be in the opposite direction against the churches, not for them. When Kamala Harris was the Attorney General of California, she joined with Planned Parenthood in prosecuting, really persecuting David... Daladin. Daladin? I don't know. Founder of the Pro-Life Center for Medical Progress, his work came to national attention when he posted undercover videos confirming that Planned Parenthood clinics were selling aborted baby parts for profit. But rather than going after Planned Parenthood for its barbaric practices, Harris went after Daladin, authorizing a raid on his house in order to confiscate the video evidence. Does that give a hint where Biden-Harris administration would go? Question yes. mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could expect to see schools lose funding over bathroom policy again. Under the Obama-Biden administration, a state that refused to allow a biological male to play on the girls' sports team or share their bathroom and locker room facilities would lose federal funding for its schools. There was so much resistance to this policy that in July 2016, Politico reported that half of all states are now battling the Obama administration over the cultural divisive issue of transgender students and whether they should be permitted to use the restrooms of their choice. The growing number of lawsuits makes it all but inevitable the transgender rights issue will make its way to the Supreme Court. The Trump administration undid this erroneous onerous (laughs) and discriminatory policy rendering these lawsuits unnecessary. I can read in my head way better. (laughs) Me too. In stark contrast, candidate Biden tweeted this early this year. Let's be clear. Transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time. There's no room for compromise when it comes to basic human rights. To which I would say, Biden, let's be clear. You have dementia. You need to leave and go go, go somewhere. As Retire nice... with your $85,000 or 154000 actually. Oh, his millions and billions. He's probably got stacked somewhere. But his pension from the federal government would be 154000 now. Right. As nice as this sounds, it means trampling on the rights of millions of others, in particular students in our schools, and with a Democratic Congress and packed Supreme Court, who will be there to stand up for our kids and grandkids? Well, what I will tell you, honestly, is very few people will be there to stand up for our children. Because there's not very few, there's not a lot of people doing it now because the church is sleepy and lazy and won't do what it's supposed to do, which is why we're in the mess we're in. But anyway, the article goes on to say, Jesus is Lord either way, but the stakes are high. Again, a Biden-Harris victory would not be the end of the world. There might be even a little less political drama since the chaos president would have been removed. But as I tweet on tweeted on October 7th, It's very true that at real Donald Trump provokes a lot of the leftist attacks against him, be it from the media or Hollywood, but guess who their target will be when he's not around to bash all of us who hold to conservative biblical values. Thankfully, the election is still a few weeks out, and regardless of the outcome, Jesus is still Lord. It's just important to realize that the stakes are very high, and I only focused on a few of them here. So Dr. Michael Brown wrote that. Um... And actually, he's a friend of mine. Well, more of an acquaintance, but still, he's a good guy. And and he speaks the truth. That that would happen if you. One of the one of the coolest things I think that has happened under the the Trump administration has been everything isn't gay all the time, all gay all the time. There's none of that stuff. Um, and um, that's why I don't talk about it as much. But I 
guarantee you under the Biden administration, he is so beholden to that community and so is she that we, you know, I can, I can only imagine who they would put in their, their uh, administration. I mean, Obama put Kevin Jennings, who was the head of GLSEN, the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, he actually put him in there as their safe school czar. That's what they called him anyway, um, which is completely ridiculous because there's nothing safe about what he was promoting to the children of this world. Um, and that's, that's a great example, speaking earlier, about the disregard for the Constitution. Rather than saying, well, this is, you know, the... The Constitution of the United States doesn't grant powers to the president to appoint czars. They said, doesn't say they can't. <laughs> we can't. Even though it specifically is enumerating the powers of the president, what they are, say, so, well, it doesn't, it doesn't say that he can't. So we're going to do it. And that's where we've been for decades, really. And the expansion of the federal government. Well, but see, I mean, think about it. It stands to reason that when a person believes it's okay to abort a baby. Sure. That it's perfectly okay to sexualize a child then. Yeah. It's perfectly okay to make them want to change their body. I mean, the fact that in some states a kid can say, hey, I want to I become the opposite gender without parental consent. Read California here. Uh, uh, and yet, at the same time, they can't get an aspirin from the school nurse without a written consent. But yet, they can have a massive surgery and hormone replacement therapy without parental consent. That's completely insane. Children cannot... They don't have the capacity to right. reason for themselves. Yes. That's why the parents have the power of attorney, if you will, over their lives. Except in this case. Right. And if it's the same thing with abortion, they can have an abortion yeah. without parental consent. Well, both of those things, it's insane. both these things, a lot of these things are about ending the human race. Yeah. Um, well, that's definitely it. Yeah. Right there. Right. Because comes to kill, it, steal and destroy. Right. If at the very basics, human reproduction and continuance of the human race is controversial and at stake, then, you know, if your own survival as a species, let's get very practical and naturalistic about it. If that's something that we can argue is, you know, up for interpretation, i.e., kill a baby in the womb, uh, you know, <laughs> then anything of any lesser importance than that is, is going to be confused and misconstrued and if you can't if the, if the right to life is considered political or you know a matter of preference then anything else beyond that pertaining to life and godliness <laughs> is going to be in big trouble and it is which is why we go back to Romans 128 and just yep. as they did not see fit to acknowledge god any longer yep. god gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper being yep. filled with all unrighteousness 
wickedness, greed, and that is at the core of these issues. Money is at the big core of that. Evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. Compare that to what God offers us, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Amen. You know. I know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to choose. What should we choose? (laughs) I don't know. It's like. Well, one. Well, one requires one requires to say that. I'm not the captain of my own destiny. I'm I'm not I'm not a god unto myself. Um, one requires some humility. If you want love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness. Yeah, you have to. It's a matter of saying, you know what? I don't have this. I'm I'm I don't have this self-guidance thing down real well. I know myself. You know, I know that I have weaknesses, and I know that I I have regrets, and I have fears, because I don't always live the way I want to. The things I want to do, I don't do. <laughs> the things I don't do, I end up doing those things. Right. Um, that's what it requires, to acknowledge that, basically, hey, I'm a sinner. I need the grace of God. And with that comes everything pertaining to life and godliness. The, the, which is why the fruit we, of the spirit. Which is why real believers are very obvious. I, I will tell um, you, you know, it's funny. I, didn't, I know we only got about three minutes left here before our hour is up. What I will say is that it's funny. Recently, I've had a couple of people say, wow, I could tell that you're a woman of God, that that you have the Holy Spirit, that you you are somebody that knows God. And and I'm not looking for a compliment. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a little spitfire. I'm a little <laughs> outspoken and... But I really care. That's why I care about righteous things, right? I'm not being a spitfire about godless stuff. Right. I'm exposing stuff. And and I'm annoyed that it's like, come on, people. Did you not see what's going on here, you know? And the more I study Revelation, interestingly, the more... You know, especially in in chapter one, if you if you and this is your homework, even if you don't come to my Bible study, your homework is to read Revelation chapter one and go through there and look at what God calls himself. Look at what Jesus refers to himself as. He he refers to himself as the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the one who 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 was and who is who came back to life. He was once dead and he's living again. I mean, he. Jesus is making himself known if you look, you know, and that's what I get. That's what I stand for. Cause, cause you know what? Look, the Christian life is about change. It's about deliverance. It's about God redeeming us from sin and paying for it. So we didn't have to, right? All we got to do is accept it, but it requires humility to, to, you know, say, Hey, I'm not God. You know, I can't do this on my own. I, I know what my life was like before I found the Lord or he found me. He rescued me from the pit. That's why the Daily Disciples group and Facebook, I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite things we get to do every day is go in. We read 
the word of God. It's all we're doing. We're not doing a Bible study. It's not a Bible study, but we're reading the word and we're opening it up and we're looking at what God's saying to us so that we can strengthen our soul in these dark, dark days. And these days are dark. They are very dark. And I believe that God, you know, it's so funny. I, I just have to say this. There are a lot of false prophets out there, okay? The false prophets will tell you the following. You can get prosperity. You can get wealthy. You can you can get lots of money. You can, you know, they they focus on all the material stuff, right? They'll prophesy over you to make you feel good, but they won't tell you the destruction and the wrath to come. They won't tell you to repent. They won't tell you the whole gospel truth, right? Because many of these false prophets, they just want to fill up their, their purse, right? But a true prophet will warn you of what's coming and God will bless you. You know, God will give you what he, you know, he will, he will, he will bless you. Okay. Um, it might not be the way that you expect. The Bible says that he will bless you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know when was the last time a false prophet talked about spiritual blessings, right? Um, not very often, but I believe some of those spiritual blessings are exactly what the fruit of the spirit is. Love for people. Yeah, Randall and I were talking today earlier that there's, there's a dearth of love in the world today. Joy. Look around, man. How many people do you see who are actually joyful? Peace. You don't see that in many people. You show me the peaceful people. I will show you the people who are peaceful are the people who are in God's word, who know the Prince of Peace. Patient. Oh, yeah. If you watch the media, you'd never think there's one patient person in the world, right? You know, kind. You know, I saw, uh, um, you know, we celebrate when we see kindness. The Tennessean, which is an online magazine, I think it was on Instagram, I saw this. There's a young boy who was on a bicycle. He happened to see a purse on a car. I guess the, the mother or whoever had left her purse on the car. He pulled over his bike. He got off his bike, took the purse up to the door, knocked on the door to make sure that the owner got that purse. This was being lauded all over the newspaper because it was such a rare thing that happened in this, this day and age. The little boy did the right thing. He was kind. He took the purse to its owner. He didn't steal it, right? I mean, that is sad when that would have been the norm decades ago, right? Faithfulness, right? Kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Now, there's one. We could do a whole show on that one. Um, anyway, the point is, is that <clears throat> God loves us. And we, as believers, have God on our side. And we can be that beacon of hope that the culture needs. We don't have to play into the, 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 don't want to use that word, but the, so I want to say hyperbole, but that's not really the right word. Um, we don't need we don't need to play into the the narrative of what the regular media is saying. God's still on the control, still on the throne, and He's still in control. And God changes things. He will change you when you pray. So my admonition to you is to read the Word of God every day, pray every day, care about your loved ones every day, write a note of encouragement to somebody every day. 
use social media to build up the body of Christ and to not get in these divisive debates with people. And certainly, last but not least, take up pickleball, people, and play occasionally. I just had to throw that in. Anyway, okay, so in all seriousness, I hope you have a good night or morning whenever you're listening to this. And if you can get a game of pickleball in, let me know how it goes. All right, so be bold, Randall. Stand up. I will. Yeah. And go with God because he loves you, people. We'll We'll see you tomorrow.